Oh, shit. It's me reading stuff on a Monday coming at you live from the very, very shittiest part of Beverly Hills, California. Who else is in the shittiest part of their fine city across this globe? I love it where I live. I'm not going to tell you exactly where it is, but I live in a very interesting crossroads that I'm very obsessed with. I never want to leave. I don't think I've said this to you guys, but I've lived in many places. I've moved a lot in my life. And right now, where I live, and in this exact apartment, and in this exact location, sorry, I'm stuttering, it's the happiest I've ever been. I love living in very small places, and this place is small. Speaking of small, I'm also fresh off of a one-night adventure with my friend Julie. We took off to Malibu. Uh, I found an Airstream trailer to rent on the beach, and, um, you know, an original, like, from 72 or something, and everything in it was original, and it was amazing. Like, a quick getaway from where I live. It's about 20 minutes away just to get to stay in an Airstream trailer on the beach and we didn't do anything except talk and look at the waves and walk around and read and what else, drink a lot of tea. I mean, it was a really nice thing. But anyway, I loved how small that Airstream was. You couldn't even fit in my bag. I pack heavy, by the way. When I, even on a one-night adventure, I'm like, I brought postcards, stamps, many different pens and markers, pencils, notebooks, uh, folders. I don't even know what else. It's ridiculous. But, and I didn't use half of it. So I never learned my lesson. I do this. Can you imagine me when I actually go out of town for a full week? A lot of you are probably packing up. This is Thanksgiving week. I'm excited. My parents are coming to town. So I love hanging out with my parents. I'm one of those lucky people who looks forward to it. They're my best friends, both of them. But I do say best friend to a lot of people. Let's be real. I do have, I would say there's about 10 people in this world, and they're all legitimately my best friends. So, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rank them. There's 10 of you out there. Actually, most of them probably don't listen. They get enough of my shit on the side, you know? <laughs> okay, listen. A, a long time ago, in fact, when I first started this, I had three different people tell me they wanted me to read something specific. And it is uh, Leonard Cohen's, it's kind of an essay slash prose poem slash instruction manual called How to Speak Poetry. It's from his book Stranger Music, which is put out by Vintage. And you, you uh, can also listen to him, just, you know, if you Google it, you can hear him uh, read this. I'm going to have to kind of cut some of it out because it's pretty long. But anyway, tons of people have wanted me to read this for a long time, and I don't know why I hesitated, but I'm not hesitating anymore. And one of those people was Julie, who I went to the beach with, so I was reminded of that while we were away. And I think a lot of you guys are going to like it, and I'm in the mood for something like this. So let's do it. How to Speak Poetry. Take the word butterfly. To use this word, it is not necessary to make the voice weigh less than an ounce or equip it with some dusty wings. It is not necessary to invent a sunny day or a field of daffodils. It is not necessary to be in love or to be in love with butterflies. The word butterfly is not a real butterfly. There is the word and there is the butterfly. 
If you confuse these two items, people have the right to laugh at you. Do not make so much of the word. Are you trying to suggest that you love butterflies more perfectly than anyone else or really understand their nature? The word butterfly is merely data. It is not an opportunity for you to hover, soar, befriend flowers, symbolize beauty and frailty, or in any way impersonate a butterfly. Do not act out words. Never act out words. Never try to leave the floor when you talk about flying. Never close your eyes and jerk your head to one side when you talk about death. Do not fix your burning eyes on me when you speak about love. If you want to impress me when you speak about love, put your hand in your pocket or under your dress and play with yourself. If ambition and hunger for applause have driven you to speak about love, you should learn how to do it without disgracing yourself or the material. What is the expression which the age demands? The age demands no expression, whatever. We have seen photographs of the bereaved Asian mothers. We are not interested in the agony of your fumbled organs. There is nothing you can show on your face that can match the horror of this time. Do not even try. You will only hold yourself up to the scorn of those who have felt things deeply. We have seen newsreels of humans in the extremities of pain and dislocation. Everyone knows you are eating well and are even being paid to stand up there. You are playing to people who have experienced a catastrophe. This should make you very quiet. Speak the words, convey the data, step aside. Everyone knows you're in pain. You cannot tell the audience everything you know about love in every line of love you speak. Step aside and they will know what you know because you already know it. You have nothing to teach them. You are not more beautiful than they are. You are not wiser. Do not shout at them. Do not force a dry entry. That is bad sex. If you show the lines of your genitals, then deliver that which you promise. And remember that people do not really want an acrobat in bed. What is our need? To be close to the natural man, to be close to the natural woman. Do not pretend that you are a beloved singer with a vast loyal audience which has followed the ups and downs of your life to this very moment. The bombs, flamethrowers, and all the shit have destroyed more than just the trees and village. They have also destroyed the stage. Did you think that your profession would escape the general destruction? There is no more stage. There are no more footlights. You are among the people. Then be modest. Speak the words. Convey the data. Step aside. Be yourself. Be in your own room. Do not put yourself on. This is an interior landscape. It is inside. It is private. Respect the privacy of the material. These pieces were written in silence. The courage of the play is to speak them. The discipline of the play is not to violate them. Let the audience feel your love of privacy even though there is no privacy. Be good whores. The poem is not a slogan. It cannot advertise you. It cannot promote your reputation for sensitivity. You are not a stud. You are not a killer lady. All this junk about the gangsters of love. You are students of discipline. Do not act out the words. The words die when you act them out. They wither, and we are left with nothing but your ambition. Avoid the flourish. Do not be afraid to be weak. Do not be ashamed to be tired. You look good when you're tired. 
You look like you could go on forever. Now come into my arms. You are the image of my beauty. Well, that's it. I hope you guys liked that. And I hope you listened to him read it. Just go Google that. A lot has been said to me about the way that I read, uh, even before I did the podcast. So this holds a certain weight to me, I guess. Uh, and anyway, a lot of you respond to the way that I read in various ways. And I don't read, even though I've heard a lot of the poets read the poems I read to you, I, tr- I don't read like them because it would feel weird. And so sometimes I feel kind of bad about that, but something about this essay uh, encourages me to just do it however I need to do it and how it, even though those aren't my poems. So that's not exactly what this piece is about that I read you today, but it gets me thinking about how we read. And, you know, I guess it's obvious I love to read out loud. This is part of the reason that I do this. I hope that comes through. I always have. And I know some of you tune out when I read. Uh, Some of you tune in just to hear me talk about whatever I'm going to talk about, and you don't like to listen to me read. A lot of people don't like listening to people read out loud, so that's okay. Uh, I get it. Whatever you got to do, tune me out. Don't tune me out. I can take it. Come fuck with me over on Instagram and Twitter, everybody. My handle is R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. I love all of you. Thank you for your reviews. Please, please give me a review and subscribe to me reading stuff on iTunes. Oh, I just remembered I haven't had a chance to see if I got new reviews. So if you reviewed me over the weekend, I will shout out your name on Thursday. I love you all. Have a great week. I'll talk to you on Thanksgiving.